Friends and fellow entrepreneurs, you are about to enter into a world that will change your life forever. You're about to access an unlimited vault of information, the hidden silo of content, and finally get the keys to unlock supernatural levels of success. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast with Femi Dormarsh. I am so excited. We got my good friend Louis Diaz right here. And we are about to dive into probably one of the biggest, best live interviews you all have ever seen. Right? Those of you that are tuned into the Entrepreneur Secrets groups, congratulations on being here. Those of you that are listening to this live on the Femi Do Marshall podcast and watching it on YouTube, congratulations listening. This, there's going to be a lot of value today. So we're going to start off by saying founder innovator and content creator of podcast domination the only place to get all the steps outlined to build launch and scale a massively successful podcast we're talking about an a to z podcast launch system with over 5 million podcast downloads and counting 2000 plus published episodes enrolling and 47 plus podcast Launches. Let's welcome to the virtual stage my friend Luis Diaz from Podcast Domination. I want to say welcome, my friend. What's going on, brother? How you been? Um, that's a heck of an intro. I love it. Um, and I didn't know you had this thing streaming on YouTube too. That is awesome. That yeah, is awesome. I got it. We're going everywhere. We're, we're going. We're going everywhere. The, the the vision I have of the Femino Marshall Podcast, which is really inspired by the work you've been doing, is creating a medium, a platform that other people have access to grow and evolve, whether it's their brand or their business or themselves as individuals. So mm. you were one of the go-to people that I thought of that I was like, we got to put you on the show. You got to really just educate people about what you do and provide as much value into the community. So I'm happy you're here. Pumped to be here. Pumped to be here. I love talking about podcasting, marketing, growing brands, growing following. So Dude, it's exciting. I'm always learning new stuff, so lots of stuff to share. So where do we, I don't know where we begin, but anywhere we can go, it's, uh, we can rock it. All right, let's flow with it. So, so I think like the, the, the first thing that we should do is just really introduce everybody to who you are. Like, who is Luis Diaz? Like, who is this guy? I know who you are, but all the listeners yeah. might not have any idea. Yeah, probably most people on this call won't. Um, so I guess to give the, the rundown of kind of like my – post-college career up until that point um i started out in the fitness space i think you know this femi like i was a, a personal trainer um coming out of college and i really didn't have much direction i just knew a i hated my my major which was like hospitality yep. b i hated working for people and c i wanted to make a ton of money mm -hmm. um those are the only three direction things i knew about myself um, and, and really and truly, dude, like, I just started to see these people online and I was like, man, like I'm a personal trainer now. I'm capped out. I was doing like 14 sessions a day, like crazy stuff. Um, and doing, and going to college. And, uh, I was like, well, I can't make more money like this. And how do I do what like guys online are doing and how are they making money and, and all this stuff? So I started following guys like Vince Del Monte, who we both know and have worked with. And, uh, and I got into his world and started, I went to like, I paid like $2,000 for like this two day mastermind thing in Miami. 
And that's kind of like what got me hooked. Like I realized, I started to see what they were doing. I started to see what, like how to actually make money online through email marketing back then. This was like 2016, I think. Wow. Yeah, 2016, 2015. I had not started a podcast yet. Like I was just a listener of podcasts at that time. And it wasn't until like a, a buddy of mine who was an entrepreneur who was like, like still a good friend of mine today. He's like, you should start a podcast. Because hmm. he knew I was like a consumer, but I had no idea like anyone on this call. I had no idea where to begin. I was just a trainer. I was trying to get online. Um, I went to some some coaching, some seminars and trainings, and I was like trying to do the whole email marketing thing and yep. doing like the selling an, e an info product. Yep. And that wasn't really working. So my friend, who's a almost like almost like a mentor to me at the time, was recommended me re recommended I start a podcast, and I was like. Uh, I don't know anything about tech or equipment or recording audio or editing audio. And, um, dude, I took a $12 course and learned how to do everything. Wow. Um, doesn't mean it was easy by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, but yeah, I bought a $12 course. I, um, freaking learned how to do it and, uh, failed on my face the first time, dude, Always. 2016, I launched a, a podcast. And, and get this, the, the podcast was named High Performance Habits. <laughs> this was before Brendan Bouchard came out wow. with that name. What's funny about this, uh, which is hilarious. I, I, want, I, want to, I want to take yeah. take a point on that. I literally have that book right here. Ironic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I had, yeah, I had the name and uh, I don't think I owned the, the domain or anything, but I failed. I think I've lost like seven or eight episodes, realized it was like way too much work to do it on my own. And then I like took like a couple of months off and then I realized, and here's the cool thing about it. Like I realized that I had the messaging wrong. Like the show was getting some traction, but I was like, I'm not attracting the right people. Yeah. And here's a big tip for people looking to launch a podcast. Like if you nail the messaging and the marketing around who you're trying to attract, the rest of it becomes so much easier. And the thing is, I, I renamed the show, basically relaunched a new one called Ask the Ab Guy. Because I realized that all the people, I was still in the fitness space at this time, all the people around me still wanted to get ads. It's still like 30, 40 year old guys who had families who wanted to look better. Yeah. And I was like, why am I trying to like be this high performance coach when, I, when I'm really here to help people who need to get six packs? And a six pack is very sexy. It's not like what I was teaching. There's a whole bunch of other stuff I was teaching, but like, what I had there was a good hook, a great marketing message to invite the right people to my show to eventually monetize the podcast about eight to 10 months later. Um, so the message there, the, like the, the, the thing there for me that flipped, I was like, Oh my God, if I get, if I get the messaging right and the marketing right around like what people want, how can I help them? And here's the, here's like where we're going. Here's the end result of where I can take you if you work with me those things, those things kind of line up, then you can have a really successful show even today, even though it's super competitive. Um, so, and feel free to cut me off anytime. No, no, I was, I was actually going to add into that. I think like the yeah. point that you just made about understanding the message, the messaging mm -hmm. that you communicate to the right audience is actually what will dictate the outcome. So if you're, if you're, if you have the right audience with the wrong message, you're still not going to get what you want to see. So I think, by you outlining that through your own journey, not even building this, this, this massive thing called podcast nomination as yet, 
No. Like you, you were just the guy that was like, listen, I want to get into the online world. And you read or heard about a $12 course, signed up for it and like, <laughs> bump, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I, I kind of yeah, want to get into the trajectory of that point. So when did you start, when did you start saying, okay, I, 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 I podcasting might be that thing for me. Like what, like what were those things that kind of created that trigger? Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. I was super resistant about it for a first, for the first year. Like I had my own podcast and I was like, if I could do it, then any idiot with a keyboard can do it Yeah. because it was a $12, like anyone can click a button, buy a $12 course and learn how to do it. The, the difference is that I actually did it and then most people don't. Yep. So I kept on getting, I kept on getting these questions of like, how did you do that? Oh, you have a podcast? Oh, that's really cool. I want to do one too. Like, well, just go buy the course I did, stupid. And you can do it. Like it, for me, it seemed, it seemed pretty simple. The process I, yep. at that time, like buy the course, do it. You'll have a podcast. But people kept on asking me questions and wanted me to help them. And I was super resistant for it. And literally... It was until 2017 that I wanted this, this big fitness influencer to promote my polish, my new product, which is an info product. I wanted him to promote it. I realized that he didn't have someone running his podcast, even though his podcast was amazing. Yeah. He had just kind of like let it fall to the wayside because he was busy. So I, I decided to work for him for free at doing the only thing I was good at up until that point, which was podcasting. I wasn't good at health and fitness. I was average. Um, so I worked with this guy named Ben Pakulski. I, I launched a real, like basically ran his podcast inside and out. Um, all he did was record it, record the audio. And then I did everything else. So we took that show from 33,000 downloads to 110,000 downloads in a matter of 10 months. And that's where I was like, Oh, like I can do this instead of selling a fitness info product, which was, I was like, just like another fish in the sea. You know, I wasn't anything unique there. Um, so that was the pivot. Like I was doing it for free, mind you. So I wasn't making any money, but I was learning how to actually run somebody else's show and actually grow it for them. Yep. Granted, I want to put caveat here because it wasn't like Ben Pakulski was like some unknown name. Like he was already established. He was successful, but he didn't know how to leverage his success on his podcast. Yep. Yep. You know, and that's what I did know how to do. Yep. So that's where the, this, the, it was like a perfect match. Um, and from there, I uh, had a great coach. You know him too. His name's Vince, Vince Salmani. He's like, why don't you start charging people to run their podcast? I didn't even know this was a thing mm. at the time. <laughs> I had no idea you could charge for that. I had no idea. I'm like, what? There's courses out there. There's no market for it. Yep. But um, So I started doing it for free for guys like Chris Gethin, um, so that big fitness influencer, uh, What the Fat, which is a podcast that ran for a few years by um, the guys two really big guys in the ketogenic space yep. who were really ahead of the curve from people um, launched a, a, like Steve Weatherford, another guy we launched shows for Joel Marion. So we launched all these guys podcasts, but I didn't even know this was a thing until Vince told me like, Hey, you just charge for what you're doing for Ben and you should make money with it. So that's kind of my inception story, dude. And then ever since then, like we've just been a, uh, uh, and we'll get into the specifics of how to launch a podcast and all that, yeah. all the questions people got. I'm sure there's a bunch, but yeah, go ahead. What's, what's rolling through my mind is this key point that I want all the listeners to really take in, right? Like sometimes when you're building something or you're doing something that's natural to you, that's your own unique ability. Mm -hmm. That's your unique gift. That's your, that's the thing that is really special to you. Now, yeah. I've realized this even for myself, 
what's common for us because it's our unique ability. We sometimes don't realize that someone else will invest in that thing because we automatically assume if I can do it this easy, you should be able to do it as easy that I did it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's not the if, case, if, right? If you spent the $12 to learn the fundamentals of building a podcast, but naturally that was your gift, like your own unique skill set that allowed you to yeah. build this platform that you're using to educate other people to be successful. Yeah. So, so that, I think that, that point is really great for other people to realize for themselves, you know, like you have to take the time to fail, to fail, yeah. gain the experience and then modify whatever your gift is in the right way and message it to the right market to produce what you want. So that, th thanks for the origin story on yeah. that. Cause I think that that really wraps up a better understanding for a lot of the listeners right there too. So my question for you is why podcasts versus any and everything? Let's go into it. Um, this is, this is great because I actually, I I've changed, I've changed my perspective, but I've evolved my perspective on this a lot. Okay. And for me, I look at, podcasting as a piece of the puzzle not the whole puzzle and for me it's more about i'm, I'm more interested nowadays in in video podcasting really video pod yeah video podcasting so it's still a podcast because there's still the audio element but now we're taking we're going to do videos and lives like this and now we take this entire video we turn it into youtube it, and it's funny because like dude like so many people who are successful in our space do this gary v um tom Billu. Andy Frisella, um, Ed Milet, um, who else? There's a couple other people. There's a couple other big, big brands that do it. But yeah. like all the top guys, like you know, Jim Quick, Sean, um, Sean from the Model Health Show, mm. they all they do the same thing. They do a video podcast. The audio goes on Apple and Spotify and everywhere. The video goes on YouTube. They have a team or people who chop down episodes. Wow. And then they put those on that they deploy those assets on all of the social media and they all sell whatever they're talking about right now or whatever they're selling right now. So it's like, wow, like all these people are doing it who are super successful. It's like, why aren't more people doing it? Well, the, the, the problem is systems, yep. consistency. Um, and really, I truly, I think they don't believe in themselves. It's like, you know, like the strategy is yeah. there. I want to add on that point, right? Like I was, go ahead. I don't have my whiteboard on this wall right now, but like the, the whiteboard <laughs> I usually have here, I woke up in the middle of the night, like last night or the night before. And I just got like a vision and just wrote down this formula, you know, this entire formula that talked about what is required for financial success for a business. And it ties into the same aspect for day-to-day -day life. If you don't have the structure set up, if you don't have the structure set up, you're not going to achieve success. So my philosophy, which sounds very similar to what you're saying is first, you got to find something that's significant to you. So mm -hmm. for you, it's, it's educating people on the power of podcasting and utilizing this platform to build their brand, send their message out to the right people and grow their business. Right. Yep. That's significant to you. Then yep. you got to create the structure that's fit for you. What might work for you, for your systems might not work for me right? Most people aren't even aware of that. They're like, if I just try this random thing, I'm going to automatically be successful. But we were talking about even before we did this, this, this live, like yeah. about how your day-to-day -day systems and routines, your morning rituals and routines are different to what I do. Right. Yeah. So once that is set up correctly, 
that's fit for you, automatically success will happen. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like there's this formulas for success. Yeah. Yeah. And there's different ones too. It's like not, it's not always the same one, but you have to figure out what works for you. So a lot of these guys and like, also it's a great point you put there. Like a lot of people could do that same video podcast and strategy. They just got to find what works for them. Yeah. For some people it's daily. For some people it's weekly. For some people it's like have an agency do it. For some people it's have a two VAs do it and you do a lot of it too. It, it's, you know, you know what I mean, there's a million one ways to string that together, but you have to find something that works for you and that produces results. And I think that's where people get caught up. So what, what I want to know, like for you, like you could have gone down any road, right? Like any mm -hmm. road on that journey for entrepreneurship, but, but specifically when it comes to the vision of what you created, what makes a podcast successful from what you've seen, like your experiences? Um, what makes a podcast successful? A couple of big, big pieces. Number one, I think it's the, it's the hook, like the idea, you know what I mean? Like it's got to be an idea that gets people jumping up out of their seat and saying, I want that. Or like, I want to achieve that. Like if you look at um, a guy like, if you look at a guy like Tom Bilyeu, yeah, like his whole thing about the matrix and like expanding, like almost like expanding human potential, like you're limitless or you're like you have so much more potential. Like that's a big idea. That's a really juicy hook. People want to do more. They want to be more. They want to create more. They want to make more money. So like he brings on people that pretty much defy the odds of humanity. They defy like the people he brings are amazing. So he has an amazing idea. So number one is like, and my coach calls it a mission. Like, like with a Facebook group, you got to have a mission. Where are we going? So like the mission or the, like the big idea, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. That's what I think is number one. Like the best shows have a mission. Like I think there's a, there is a, a show. It's just to show you how different this can be for, for everybody. There's a show in like the mom entrepreneurship space. It's called like 30 and 30. Okay. Um, or three, no, sorry, three and 30. And the promise there, the idea, the big idea is they're going to learn three actionable things in 30 minutes or less. Wow. That's, that's their hook and it's consistent and it drives traffic. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. That's a good idea. So yeah. And there's another guy named Jay bear who, um, he just, he's a big social media marketer in the corporate space. So like he helps like corporate companies learn how to do social media marketing. He made a show that's like a seven minute show where he like does a case study of like a company that's doing really good on social media for seven minutes. And then he takes that podcast. It's a video podcast, by the way. And he puts it everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, the podcast space. But because it's seven minutes every single time he has his platform agnostic so he can go anywhere. And I learned this from, um, if you're, if you look at, um, think media TV on YouTube, yeah. they had a video. I'll send you the link. It's a really good video. Um, basically he talks about all these examples of, of these video podcasts that are crushing it right now. So, and I love that because like video is powerful as heck as we all know, yep. but also podcasting. So you combine the two and it's a perfect marriage um, wow. that kills, unless you're a good, unless you're like a super good pod, uh, uh, copywriter. Yeah. I would go with video podcasting because it's much easier to convert. That, I want let, to let's, let's dig into that. Cause I think like this sure. is the first time I've ever heard someone mention the power of video podcasting like that. I didn't even think of that as a, as a medium for messaging, but 
I, I want to spend a little bit more time on that. Like, why do you think video podcasting is the thing for people to focus on now versus just doing a regular podcast? Um, because you can hit so many more markets with it. Like I don't have to be like an audiogram is great. And we do audiograms a lot, a lot of them for our clients, but I would much rather all of our clients not be so lazy. I'm not saying they're lazy, but sometimes they are lazy <laughs> and they'll, they won't put on the video. Every client. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? They won't put on the video. So like the, with a video podcast, I can go on YouTube. And if that, that, if that um, episode gets a lot of traction, I can run ads to it. Chances are, Chances are, if you have an audio-only podcast and you put it on YouTube, it's not going to get as much traction. Wow. Um, chances are, if you have an audiogram, and there's nothing wrong with audiograms, but I'm saying like video is going to be better. So you might as well just do a video podcast. If you take a clip from a video, it's going to perform better on Instagram or TikTok. Uh, if it's video and audio, then just an audio, an audio kind of like an audiogram where it's like a picture and then a little waveform. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's just going to perform better. Another thing you can do, like say about interviewing like Pat Flynn and yeah. I had Pat Flynn on my podcast. I, one of my buddies had him on his podcast. This is what they did. They ran ads. They took the video of it and they ran ads from their Facebook business page to that, to that um, episode. And guess who they targeted? They targeted Pat Flynn's audience. Wow. And they got a ton of their traffic for cheap because they're interviewing Pat. So if you are following Pat and you're a Pat Flynn like evangelist and then you scrolling in your feed and you see an interview with Pat Flynn, yep. you're like, Oh crap. Like, Oh, I'm clicking on that. Cause I love Pat. So, um, the video just gives you so much more, uh, ass so much more assets, like more of an asset to use. Yeah. And it's only, you're doing podcasting still talking to people, recording videos. Um, but it gives you more of a, a bigger platform to use to leverage the content on as opposed to just the podcasting audio only stuff. So here's the thought that's in my that's, mind. I'm going to throw this out there and I want to see do if it. like, yes, do it. Traditional podcasting. Is it dead? No, it's not dead. No, no, no. It's totally not. It's only getting bigger because the technology is catching up. They'll yeah. cross it. It'll cross a billion dollars in advertising revenue this year. I think, um, Barring COVID doesn't destroy anything, uh, yeah. but that's what it's on pace for. So, so more people are putting money into it because they're seeing the returns. Uh, so it is, it's not dead at all. I'm just saying if you're a, a personal brand, if you're an entrepreneur in the online space yep. and you're thinking a podcast is going to do it for me, like it's going to be my big ticket to money. It's, it's definitely a flawed strategy because you need more than that. Like you need to have a lot more. So, Going back to the successful podcast thing we talked about, if yep. I may, yep. on that question. So a big idea or mission, a really compelling title, which if you don't have the mission, it's really hard to make a good title. Yep. Um, the title's got to be, it's got to have, a, I'd say one to three keywords that your ideal listener is like typing in or searching. Yep. Um, I would stay away from doing like the Luis Diaz show because no one knows who I am. Yep. And no one cares who I am either. They, people only care about like what you can do for them. So title, big idea, and then artwork. Mm. You know, if you look at artwork, like you can't have sloppy stuff anymore. It's way too, it's, it's, it's way, way too competitive. So uh, art, artwork, for example, when I did the um, Ask the Ab Guy show, yep. I, ha I did a photo, I did like a photo shoot. So I like got super shredded in like eight weeks. And um, I did like a, 
some kind of photo shoot where I was like jumping over a fence and you could see my abs. Yeah. And that was great because it showed people what they wanted. <laughs> like it showed like I have proof of what I can get you yep. if you listen to this podcast. So it's a messaging specific. Exactly. It's exactly. Yeah. It's, it's vision. It's like, I'm still, it's almost saying the title without saying the title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a visual aspect, but people can see, Oh, he's got abs. This is the ass you have got show. Duh. Um, so that those are kind of three big pieces. If you have those three pieces, you are, you'll be rock solid. doesn't mean you'll get like a million downloads in a month, but it's like the people who listen are going to be the right people. Mm-hmm. If you can nail those three and that's what you want. Like I monetize a podcast dude with, um, I was getting coaching clients from my podcast with like less than 10,000 downloads. Really? Yeah. And I was closing sales calls. Like I just had people like they wanted to book a call with me cause they love the podcast. We jump on a, on a free, like 15 minute call. And then if they were interested, I'd make them an offer. And that's, that's what, it, that's all it was. So here, here's, here's another kind of thing, just tying into the aspect of monetizing, right? Like what are some of the yeah. ways seen podcasts being used to leverage capital or gain capital and just really create a passive income or another income stream for any podcaster? Yeah. Great question. So the two biggest ways, and I'll say the two biggest ways, cause those are like the most realistic, like fastest path to profit are one monetizing through your own coaching services or, and specifically what I would do is I would have some kind of like, I'd have a, like, almost like a launch sequence. You know how, like when you're about to launch something, you talk about the benefits, you talk about the mistakes, you talk about the client success stories. A podcast is the same thing. Like if I'm launching something on Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to stack up my episodes, like five reasons why podcasting is the best thing since sliced bread. 14 mistakes you can't make if you're going to launch a podcast. Uh, and then I line up some client success stories. And then on that like sixth or seventh podcast episode, I make an offer um, at, uh, at like a discounted price or some kind of like, hey, use this coupon code to go here. So that's how I would like monetize a, a podcast, like have a launch sequence. Don't just um, kind of just throw it out there and think people are going to just go and go and download it or buy it just because you said so. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the first one coaching, like your own products and services or your own like offers. Second one is affiliate products. So like I bring like you on Femi, you've got like an awesome program or an awesome software. I'll promote it. Yep. I'll have it in the show notes and I'll, I'll also mail it to my email list and that's how I'll monetize the podcast. And a lot of people do that and they do a great, um, my friends over at the, um, hustle and Flowchart podcast, they yeah. make great money like that. Uh, with, with just recommending products and, and offering different affiliate codes to people. So, and for people here, like that's, especially if you have like a very niche podcast, like I've got a, a friend in the Airbnb space, like if she promotes a surf a software or something like, and all of her thousands of listeners are Airbnb people, automatic five sale. to 10%. Yeah. Like it, I imagine just five to 10% of them would convert. That's like 50 to a hundred sales, you know? Well, that's, I think you, you, you kind of made the point there. Like there's so much value in having that podcast platform that you use this word previously, and I, I want the listeners to kind of really tune in and, and process. You said asset, right? Yes. You have an asset. And I think that's another point that I, I would like you kind of 
to kind of explain a little bit more about how the more assets you have that are very dialed into your niche, dialed into your gift and your ability, the yeah. greater income, the greater freedom, the greater flexibility you have with your life. So let's, let's talk about the asset perspective you have when it comes mm -hmm. to the podcast. So how, how, how can the podcast be an asset for somebody who's building their business or wanting to build their brand? So the, the podcast, and I got the word asset from a, a, an old mentor of mine named Dan Locke. Dan had a video, he had a, a YouTube marketing, a YouTube course, taught you how to like scale a YouTube channel. And he mentioned that every YouTube video, just like every podcast episode, is an asset. It's like a house that's sitting on land. It's, it's going to accumulate in value over time. As, you, as your podcast gets older, like you accumulate more downloads. Yes. You if it's doing it right, if yes. you accumulate more listeners, more subscribers, more, more traction, like the best ones, if, if they're consistent and getting better, they're going to accumulate and kind of almost like an asset. You like when you invest in the stock market and invest in bonds, you, it accumulates interest over time and it slowly grows. Yep. That's why I call it an asset. It's a podcast. Um, also it's a sellable, it's, it's sellable. Like I've seen people sell their podcasts. Yep. So this is an asset you can literally turn around and sell to somebody else if you get it big enough. Wow. And I'm not talking about sponsorships. I'm talking about you signing, you like getting a check and you just signing off on some papers to give the person the, the, the podcast. Wow. Um, so that's, that's another piece about being an asset because it literally is a sellable <laughs> I'm, My mind is blown right asset, now because I, I didn't even think about that point where you're like, somebody can literally do an amazing podcast. Like you take your time, you take your energy in creating this platform. Yeah. And someone will be like, what you're doing is unique. I like it. I'll give you this check so I can start working on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely hard because the host is so tied into it. Yeah. But like if your business has a podcast, then it's more valuable because now you have a, a channel a distribution channel that is going to act as a, as a way to acquire customers for you. Sure. So it, it's, it's an asset because it truly is an asset. Um, another piece to that is that it's a form of leverage. Like for example, I've gotten a lot of big name people and I'm actually just, I'm actually going to be launching a new podcast just to um, kind of show people over my shoulder how to do it. Yeah. Uh, and literally like the podcast is a form of leverage because it can get you in front of JV partners. Like if you want to do a joint venture with somebody, the easiest way to get in contact with them is to get them on their, on your show. Makes sense. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's, it's a leveraging, it's a place you can leverage your relationships and get people on and talk to them that you never have access to, you know? So that's another piece of the, of the kind of the asset bubble or, or talk that, um, I think most people know, but just, they just don't like think it's real. Yeah. I think you know? like when, and I'll kind of go into the conversation I've had with you previously, where I think if you haven't seen this done in the circle around you, you might not believe it's possible. Yeah. Right? And we, we talked a lot about the mindset stuff before we even got into life. Right. But like, if you haven't seen the possibility of something and you don't believe that it's possible, then you're literally fighting and climbing up a hill that you're like, I don't know. I, I, I really, I, is this, can I do this? But from what you're telling all of us, this is normal. Like 
if yeah. you, like, uh, and I actually want to ask this question, what is the fastest, somebody who's not like a big name, big name pro in the industry or in the market right now, what, what is the yeah. fastest you've seen traction happen for their podcast? One, from going from zero to however many downloads. That's one yeah. question. Okay. And then also going from zero as an income off of that platform to actually monetizing it. So I kind of want to get that perspective so someone can be like, okay, I can literally have nothing. And if I do this right, that'll happen. Yeah. So kind of share that. Cool. I, I have a cool case study that um, <clears throat> you may know Frank Rich. Yeah. But um, so Frank was a client of mine and Frank had pretty much nothing. He was starting actually in a new space, a whole new industry. Like his life got flipped upside down. He had money issues. He was driving Uber, like literally he was doing Uber for a while. He had um, relationship issues. He had a really bad like addiction to porn um, that he just like started to recover from. And when I started working with, with Frank, I was like, dude, are you sure you want to do this right now? <laughs> like, you want to start to like wait a couple months and get like, you know, your get yourself good. But he was like, no, I want to share the story. So Frank, we, we launched this, we took him from like work with him for like three months, launched his podcast. Um, he got new and noteworthy right off the bat. Hmm. Um, and it, within six to seven months, he was able to monetize his podcast. He was, so I, I want to cover the monetization piece first. Cause that's where probably most people are, are their more minds are at. Yeah. And it's more important. Like you don't need a thousand, 200,000 downloads to monetize a podcast. Um, so Frank sold a high ticket program. I think it was like, I think he told me the other day it was like seven, seven clients at like three K. I think he's raising the price now, but that's 21 grand in around six to seven months. Wow. Um, that's how fast. And that's a guy with like, he was starting with nothing. Cause he had, he was in a new industry talking about a whole new thing. Don't get me wrong. He was creating content before. So he knew how to create content, Yeah, but it wasn't like he was doing anything special. Um, oh. Yeah. I, I did an interview with him a couple the other day, like last week. So about his journey. Yeah, so people, good. it was actually pretty yeah. good. It was like, it was oh, a good good. he had some, he had some good, some good tips in there. So for those who are interested, like go and I tell my personal profile, go listen, go watch it. But, um, but yeah, that's a case study of like, like, and I love that one. Cause, cause Frank had nothing. He was coming out of like a hell of a situation, like a horrible, time in his life. And I guess to share pe with people, one of the things he did do was he leveraged his existing relationships. And he did, it's not like he knew Michael Jordan, but he knew some people who were podcasting already. Um, and he asked them to be on a show. He asked them to do a swap where wow. they did a swap episode and he was able to pull in listeners like that. That's smart. And you I know, think um, that, that strategy I haven't really heard it as common like for, for like marketing as a marketing strategy, but so he, he leveraged the context he already had that yeah. had a podcasting platform, did a trade and that audience pulled towards whatever thing he was going to monetize later down the line. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause, cause the thing is too, Frank, two key points here. Frank was very polarizing, meaning like he had, he believed a certain way. He believed in, in Christ. He believed that um, like porn addiction is horrible, obviously. And like, like guys should not watch that stuff or anyone should. Um, so he was also a car. He was also on the carnivore diet. So a big part of it was like um, he only ate meat for a, for a time. So that's very polarizing. So with that kind of message, you're either going to repel people or you're going to pull people towards you. Huh. 
So that's a huge thing. Like if you're kind of this wishy and I'm still trying to work through this myself, like, I'm like, how can I be more polarizing my message? Like, what do I have to say? <laughs> because it's going to pull people who, who want to work with me or it's going to pull people or take people say, I hate that guy. Yeah. Um, so that's one key piece. He was super polarizing. The other thing, he's super vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Not many people I, I know can talk about their addiction on recorded audio that's going to be out into the world. I know I have a hard time yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, or anything, like it's things that you're uncomfortable saying. So he was super vulnerable with his audience. And the faster you get vulnerable, the faster people start to trust you. I think you, you said so much, just even in the marketing perspective, not just about podcasting. And I, and I want everyone to really tune into this. You talked about messaging. Yeah. Right? You, talked about mess- you talked about using your unique ability to figure out what was, what was your thing to do. And you yeah. actually showcase that through some of the other clients that you've worked with, right? One of the big things you're talking about right now is, is creating the separation between who are the people that will stand for and with you and mm-hmm. fight for what you're creating that will invest in your product, in your brand, in your vision. And I think no matter what platform, and I want to share this with everyone, no matter what platform you're using to communicate your messaging, which podcasting, thanks to Lewis, is like, I'm going to be using this like crazy now. Um, <laughs> you want to make sure you stand for that thing. Like, don't. And this is a point I want to tell you, don't just do something just for the dollars alone, do something for yeah. the impact, like the impact yeah. you want to make, the people you want to help heal. Um, and maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I'll talk to, I'll talk about it through the lens of what, what Frank shared with me. Cause Frank was like, he didn't try and sell anything. He didn't try and pitch anything. Um, he talked about the mission for the first six to seven months still does today but he talked a big part about the mission of like where he was going with the show the entire time. Yeah. And, and that kind of shares, shared with people like how they're like, what he really stands for, how this is not about him. It's about the greater good. Yeah. Um, and that messaging is what is what really echoed. And I think what's really helped him because people knew it wasn't like a get rich quick thing, or it wasn't like a, another transformation program or something like that. Yeah. You know? So, I think that that frame of like messaging first, like really, really put your work, especially in the beginning too, for those look like starting out, like put in the work and give a lot of value first, like, like you should and keep it focused on the mission. Yeah. You know, and then you can monetize and put an offer out, you know, on, on your social media or to your, your best fans when you're ready. I think that, that, that alone is just value for for i'm I'm here i'm hearing what you're saying i'm feeling what you're saying i think like if anybody really dials into what you're saying right now you you have to remember your message how authentic you are with every single interaction will actually be shown a lot easier in every every client right um yeah so here 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 comes the fire five million podcast downloads what's next man i want to uh so Right now, we've been we've trying to figure out like how to how do we help more people do this that in less of a strong, hard manner because like right now like what we used to do it it's hard to help a ton of people because our process is like super hands on so we've been going through and building out a kind of a program that's like takes all the mistakes and all the knowledge from those forty seven launches and um, puts it into a an organized manner that's a program 
so we're really focused on that. It's called the podcast launch formula. Um, and we'll be launching that in well, another round. We just went through our first round in, in June. Um, the next one coming out in August. So that's something we're excited for. But um, for me, man, I, I think like this and the video podcasting is where, is where I'm thinking at. Like that's what I'm telling and teaching my clients nowadays. It's like do more video, use it as a way to get on YouTube and also on all the podcast platforms yeah. as, and then and stop playing just one or the other. So that's, that's been my big messaging. And, and like, even like with the live Facebook videos do like you could turn this into a podcast. Um, case in point, my client, uh, Brian, Brian Mark, who's a guy who went from like zero to 10 K downloads in, I want to say less than a year, but he was, we launched in like September. He told me this morning that he's getting like, he just crossed 10 K downloads. Wow. So I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's like nine, 10 months. Um, but, uh, he does video all the time. Like he goes on live Facebook. And then he'll pull the audio and then turn it into a podcast, huh. you know, and he's the dude's crushing it. So, so yeah, man, like that's, that's where I want to help and teach people and kind of make it much easier for people to do. Cause I feel like it shouldn't be limited to just the top people, the people at the top, yeah. you know, everybody should be using this strategy. You have the ability to really do that, especially right now in today's age. Like, yeah, we have a lot of tools I think that didn't exist five, 10 years ago. So like you're, you're hitting the nail on yeah. the head. So feeding into that same thing, right? What does success look like to you as an entrepreneur? <laughs> oh man. As an entrepreneur. So we're talking, um, monet, like revenue. I, I think it's, um, not only, of course, not only revenue, but I think it's, um, success to me looks like making win, win, wins, like a win and a win. Like, like I'd like to look at it as like the uh, success to me, like I'm making money, which then therefore helps my clients make money, which therefore makes them happy, which therefore makes them better people, which therefore makes them more giving, yeah. which therefore makes them better, have them better, have their families be happier. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Kind of like a ripple effect. Yes. yes. That's what success looks to me looks like. I'm going like to dig into that deeper. I'm going to dig into this question deeper. So go ahead. Success look like for Luis Diaz, not the entrepreneur, but as you as the individual. If you were to look at yourself and be like, "I feel this feels like success to me," um, it would probably be uh, freedom. Like I've always been a guy for freedom, and success to me looks like freedom from time, location, and yeah, time and location really. Do what I want with who I want, where I want. Um, all in the name of Jesus Christ um, and always keeping that frame of like, I am not <laughs> anything without him. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really important frame to keep and keep a mindset to have because that's the, that's, that's the, the end of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's that it's being able to do that, being able to do what I want, what I want and make like fun deals. Like I like doing interviews like this, of course, you know, so doing more things like this when I want to, I think, um, that's what success looks like. If that's not a too 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 much of a generic answer, so I wanted that answer <laughs> first. So you gave me the answer. I wanted yeah. second. So I'm happy you gave me that one. And then the the last question on that same perspective is, what does success look like to your podcasting clients? Um, it looks like I look at like the three kind of hits three things. They're having fun. They're making relationships with people that they want to make relationships with. 
Um, and then they're also making money, not directly, but maybe like they're making money through the, like somebody they helped through a podcast episode six months ago. And now they come back and become a client. Wow. Somebody who got like somebody shared a podcast with a friend and it helped them so much that they decided to hit my clients up and say, Hey, we want to work together because you can help us tremendously. So I think that's, that's what it looks like. Like when I hear those stories, man, like that's what it's like. Yeah. Cause there's, there's not a lot of people don't believe it, but it is happening. It's, it's interesting that you say that, you know, and I think like, you actually said it first, the win, win, win. Like that was beautiful. Like I think that <laughs> ties into that same philosophy and that feeling of seeing success for other people. Like the more success everyone has, the bigger, bigger and better impact we make in the world at the same time. Like that's yeah. what I believe. So what we're going to do is we're, we're going to actually dive into a question from one of our Facebook group, my private Facebook group called Entrepreneur Secrets, right? We had a couple of questions that people posted. The question that Love I'm going to ask you, you get a couple. Sure. This one is from Serena. She actually posted this earlier today. Should I have a specific theme or subject always in mind before I start a podcast? I'm going to say always in mind. It sounds like she's saying before I start a podcast episode. Yeah. Would you say so? Yeah. Um, and that is absolutely. I actually teach um, my students. You always want to start with the end in mind. So I always want to know the outcome before I even think about the episode. Like if I want to know I'm driving people to my Facebook group. Yeah. Okay. That's the goal. So how do we reverse engineer how to get them there? We're going to talk about maybe one of the trainings I just did in the Facebook group, or maybe seven things you're going to learn um, when you get in the Facebook group. So my, my end goal is always in mind, especially if you're an entrepreneur, if you're doing this to get leads and sales and to build a business, you always want to have an end of mind before going into recording anything. Um, so for me, it's three step process. It's, what's my outcome, then what's my compelling title that's gonna get people to click to go to the outcome, and then what's the content inside of that. I think the content actually lasts um, before I figure out the title or after I figure out the title and the, the outcome. That makes sense. That's good. And we, we got one more from Serena. The question is, how do I get started? You can do it is a million and one ways, right? Like I, Nowadays, I podcast with like this most simple equipment. Like people only think I'm a producer. Uh, it's like a free software, uh, ATR 2100X, which you can buy on Amazon for like less than a hundred bucks or maybe a hundred bucks now. Um, and yeah, Audacity free software. Mm -hmm. uh, it really, it's, it's like you can buy a $12 course. Um, someone can do it for you. I think the first thing you want to do is what I call a blueprint call or a blueprint, like kind of like figuring out your blueprint. So What's your concept? Like kind of what we were talking about before with a big idea. What's the mission or big idea? Um, and then figure out like who are you trying to target? Like who are you trying to actually speak to? That way you don't get like the wrong people speaking, listening to your podcast. Yeah. And then you're like, thanks, but it wasn't for you. <laughs> or it's not really helping the people you want to help. So big idea, avatar, and then figure out how you're going to attract clients or listeners there. That's where you want to get started. Those, I think. I think like tying back into that same example you're you're mentioned with Frank. I think it's polarizing. You know, knowing exactly who you want to work with and what you stand for to attract that audience towards you. Um, mm -hmm. 
that is probably one of the most powerful skills you can learn. So the power of polarizing, who knows? I might, I might use that as a next interview that, <laughs> that I'll bring up. Right. So I, I, I want to, yeah. Lewis, man. Like, I want to thank you for being here. There's a lot of value, a lot of bombs that we dropped. So it, it's, it's been powerful. Thanks, bro. I'm always happy to be in your presence and have you around, you know, like, thank Likewise. you. Likewise. So Dude, what I want always to fun. Oh, I was going to ask you before, before, before you run and kind of close off is anything you want to share with the listeners, the people watching, anything you want to share? Um, I guess the only thing is if you want to learn just about podcasting, kind of like see what I'm doing, see what's working now. Um, it'll probably be in the link or the show notes or the show notes. It'll be in the comments below my, the link to my personal Facebook profile. And that's where I'm posting a lot of my stuff. I'm actually taking some of the content from there and turning it into podcast episodes. Yeah. So I'm doing that and then I'm going to recreate it into other things. But, um, but yeah, that's the best place to follow. Um, you guys can learn more about the program there or the book and uh, everything else that we got going on. So yeah, that's, that's the only thing. What, what I would say is once again, thank you for being here and you've provided a lot of value, helped impact a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of listeners. And I'm always excited to have you back on here. Thanks brother. Uh, it's always exciting to be here. All right, man. Well, I will end it for now and we will chat with you again soon. <laughs> and that's it for today. Definitely, if you loved this episode, feel free to like, share, and follow for our next upcoming podcast. Besides that, feel free to grab a copy of my newest best-selling book, Reboot, The Path to Personal Breakthrough, at myrebootbook.com. Your transformation awaits.